It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas, Circa Resort and Casino Women's World Cup final. Brazil hung on 4 0 over Panama. So the total pushes and they advance no, uh, while well, they get the easy win. No question. You believe we, this? Yeah. And that's another BTTS. It's both teams to score. No, yeah. fourteen and one, fourteen and one on the tournament so far. What are the odds in a typical okay. match? Well, it depends here. So I'm looking during the break. So New Zealand plays the Philippines. It's two dollars. Get a risk two hundred to win a hundred. Switzerland plays Norway. It's a dollar twenty. But then, like Japan, Costa Rica, that's three dollars, and Spain. Is like three ninety. So when you have these big spreads and a big favorite, you know, to win to nil is is a but you're looking at three three ninety and some of them with the uh, big disparity in talent. But the next two matches, the next three matches are a dollar. Is was it Colombia coming up? Where the hell did it go? Yeah, Colombia, South Korea. That's a dollar forty five. New Zealand, Philippines is two dollars, and Switzerland, Norway is minus one twenty. Mm. That's all at DraftKings. That's the next three matches coming up. That's all. No, BTTS, which is 14-1 and one for the tournament. So imagine if you're parlaying or doing a round-robin so far of Got these it. with that. Uh, All right, okay. it's updated. Unders now are 12-2-1. and one. little context here to the news that we had to end the previous hour, and that is, again, Bills running back Naheem Hines and special teams returner suffered a significant knee injury off-site, expected to miss the entire 2023 regular season per Tom Pelissero, NFL Network, to give you some uh, context of this, Warren Sharp tweeted out a few minutes ago the impact that he had on the special teams unit for the Bills last year. Pre-Hines, the Bills started their drives on average at the 25.7-yard line. 19.7 yards per kick return, 25th over on the league. With Hines Week 10 and moving forward, they started drives at the 30.2-yard line post-kickoff return, that was number one in the entire league, and he averaged, or they did, 27.4 yards per kick return, which was sixth overall. So, I mean, the difference there is, uh, you know, you're elite, and one of the best teams starting with the field position, and you're getting about five yards extra where you're starting with Hines compared to when he wasn't there. So, that's a um, that's a blow to the Bills, for sure. Hopefully, it's the only injury we see, but... Uh... I think that's not going to be the case. Yeah, you're exactly right. This is a really good market right now. It's up at uh, DraftKings. appears to be at select states. So when you click on the MLB tab, there's something called trade deadline. And I believe I'm on the Arizona state right now for DraftKings. But they have a bunch of players listed, Paulie, and it's called the MLB trade deadline market where you can bet on their next team after the deadline. For example, Blake Snell, to throw his first regular season pitch for which team after August 1st, 2023? The Padres minus 130 
The Rangers are, imagine the Rangers would add him. Plus 750. Orioles are 8 to 1. Dodgers are 10 to 1. And then it goes Yankees 12, Reds 13, Braves 15. We had uh, Glenn Clark on 30 minutes ago, who's a radio host in Baltimore. And off the air, we talked Ravens on air, but off the air, we asked him about the Orioles making any splash or splashes before the deadline. And he said, what, what, like small, maybe? And he, he never even said a starter. He said, maybe they want to go get some bullpen help. Yeah. Maybe Hater. They have a top five bullpen. That's they're good there. I mean, I, I if you get to October and it's going to be Kramer, Wells, Bradish, Gibson. I mean, you, come on. Boy, this you is have a... to win high scoring games or just like okay, you you go five strong and then we'll turn it over to the pen. Which that I would hate that move if they did that and they get Hater because then it's like he's not used to being a setup guy. Because your closer is Batista. No, you're not going to go away so then from you're, Batista. Yeah, so then you're asking a guy to do something which he's not comfortable with. I can see this blowing up already. But this is, come on. So this is going to be a nice week, an eight-day sweat for me. Because I have Snell at 150 and 25 to well, 1 to win the National League. So, yeah. What do you think happens? You, well, you want wins this week, number one. Well, talking about Sweep beat. the Pirates. So... As a you know the the weekend that was and thing bets slipping away from me and being on tilt he'll probably get traded at the deadline to the American League. So I don't know how to approach that to be honest. We're getting asked on Twitter right now about guys who are holding Blake Snell if they want to bet some teams in the American League if you can get down on that. It's actually not a bad way to hedge. Yeah. If you want to do that, um, for, but then, but then he also has to win the award, so he could lose all those bets. Obviously, uh, Cody Bellinger after the deadline, his first plate appearance, the Phillies, the favorite plus three fifty. Okay. Followed by the Yankees, the Astros, the Giants, and then the Cubs. So the the Cubs are the fifteen on the fifth team on the board yeah. in this market for him. He's going. Yeah, interesting with the Yankees. That makes sense. Probably hit a lot of home runs in that ballpark. The is Yankees that, need all the help they can get offensively. Yeah, and I would ask you, the Phillies are plus three fifty. Mm. Is that the best thing that they should do before the yeah. deadline? Yeah, that that's yeah. I, I don't think so. Uh let's see here. Jordan Montgomery, Cardinals, next team, Dodgers plus four fifty. To remain on the Cardinals plus five fifty, the Orioles are six to one. The Rays are plus six fifty. What does he do? He's not an ace. I mean, oh, he he was awesome last year after coming over to St. Louis. I mean, sick numbers. Right, guy wouldn't give up two runs. Uh, it was breaking news. I mean, he allowed two earned, but after the year he's having and the year the team's, I I if so if I'm going to make a move for somebody, I take Flaherty on that team, not Montgomery. But okay, fair. Then I I think I can do better than that anyway. So I mean, I, I, I give me a cease, give me a Giolito, something like that. Um. Scherzer's been so bad. That's the thing, if you want. And then what he makes, but... Scherzer's on the board, by the way. Okay. So at DraftKings, to remain on the Mets, he's minus 210. The Rangers, 7-1. to one. The Dodgers, plus 850. Any other team, 11-1. to Then they have they have the Baltimores, uh, the, the Baltimores. The Orioles at 14-1. to one. Yeah. Again, if the, the Rangers, that seem... I've been saying this for two months, to go get a starter. It seems like that... Boy... Is Waka listed? Mm. That's another guy I'd rather have. Give me Waka. No, he's not. The year he's having. Because I mean, no. see, I, the article I read, it was Waka, Snell, and Hater available. But doesn't from it the yeah. San Diego perspective? Doesn't it feel to you like that's the kind of move the Rangers would kind of make? They don't. They, they spend more money, almost as much money yeah. as anybody. They went out and got Bochi, talked him out of retirement, spent I, all that money on Degrom. I think they're fine though. I mean, uh, you had the yeah, you had the tough break with Degrom, but okay. You got Perez, who was awesome last year. Dunning, Avaldi, and Gray. Well, and I maybe mean, that, that's you're pretty you're pretty good there. Yeah, maybe their play would actually be more bullpen help. And so on that yeah, note, that's then, right. Horrible. I will tell you that Josh Hader is listed again at DraftKings. His next team after the deadline, the Padres are the short shot. They're the favorite at minus one twenty. The Rays are plus seven fifty. It feels to me like the Rays have to do something too. But that organization, who knows what they would pull off? Yeah. The Rangers are eight to one. That would be just a massive haul for the Rangers if they could land him. The Astros are nine. The Dodgers are eleven. The Blue Jays thirteen. The Reds are fifteen, and they don't even have the Orioles listed. Verlander's on the list. Giants the favorite. Mets are, but after the Mets, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Giants are plus five fifty. Then the Dodgers at nine. Then the Rangers. Then the Orioles at twelve to one. All right. Well, where's Otani? Is he listed? Yeah, he's listed. Okay. He's on the board. Was that, was that his last home start? No. Okay. I, I, I agree. So they hit the road now for nine. 
They're in, they're in Detroit starting tomorrow. His next start is pushed back. He goes Friday in Toronto, and then they're in Atlanta after that. And, uh, you know, getting a read on Moreno, good luck. Good article on ESPN.com about they tried to sell him on trading him last year because it was more of we get him for, for a year and a half now. And he's just like, I, I don't want to hear it. Get out of my office. Yep. So I just don't think, and you know, they're not in it they, as much as they can lie and pretend. Sure, they're not in it. But okay. uh, I, I just, I just don't think it's going to happen. I would love to see it for baseball. It'd be great, but I think he's going to, he's going to stay put. Here's how it's listed: uh, team for Shohei Otani takes his first regular season plate appearance or throws his first regular season pitch for after the uh, deadline. The Angels are minus three dollars. Do you want to guess the teams after that? Oh God. Uh. I'm going to say the Dodgers are the favorite. They're close. It's the Giants. Ooh. They're 10 to 1. 10 to 1. Yep. Okay. Dodgers are 11. Uh, any other team is 13. They also have the Yankees at 14. The Oh, my God. The Braves at 15. Orioles are 18 to 1. Mets are 25. Red Sox, 28. I, I read a story yesterday about the, how the Red Sox could actually they have enough to go after Otani if they wanted to make that happen. Okay. I'll tell you, that's a team we talk. Yeah, why not? I, I would not want to see the Red Sox in the postseason. You're two out. Go for it. I know we said four teams can. Oh, your list is three teams in the American League. I have four teams that can well, come out. That's it. Actually, I would put the Red Sox ahead of a bunch of other teams that they got in. That team, I think, can be a little dangerous. I but, would think the Red Sox would be more dangerous than the Yankees. So do, oh, 100% agree. Who's behind Cole? I mean, Rodon's been a disaster. Yep. Marcus Stroman's on the betting board as well. Rangers are 4-1, to one, Dodgers 5, Astros plus 550. To remain on the Cubs, he's uh, at 8-1. to one. What is your reaction going to be with a big ticket on the Orioles to win the uh, World Series now? What is your reaction going to be if we're live on the air? My God, I hope this happens. They get Otani? Well, I don't want to go that far, but if they... <laughs> Why not? <laughs> sure, they get Otani. What's your reaction? That'd be great. You going to get uh, pulled out? Is it going to need a police escort to get out of here? You going to get taken uh, away, arrested? It's game changer. Oh, it'd be, uh, it'd be nuts. I just, I'm, I resign to the fact they're not going to do much. I got, I, we've talked to Grant Paulson now and uh, uh, Greg, Glenn, Clark. Glenn Clark about uh, not much going to happen. Okay, here. they get Giolito. They're going to stick up. That doesn't do it. Well, That's not nothing bad. for you. Not bad, but I'm not going to be doing somersaults. It was, well, uh, Nate, you know, give I, me I, a Snell, Snell, Cease. Okay, yeah. Yeah. If that team would land... I'll go, streak, I'll go streaking naked if they get Otani. Right here through the book? That. Oh, God, with the what? Fremont Street. A guy, the, the naked he already guy. does it. You don't want to... St- he, the naked guy on Fremont Street. Uh, isn't it just a joy oh, to look at every day? How do they allow this stuff? I, we said that yesterday. I got, how, an up, how? I got an update on the scam, too. I got an update on the scam with the showgirls. It's every day. He's wearing nothing. Okay. Like, how does this... What? I know. All right, win some, lose some. We'll recap the sports betting action from the weekend next here on VEASAN. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. 
And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. All right, here we go. Harmon, 125 to 1. I saw as high as 175 to 1 as he gets it done, and you cash a huge ticket as he wins the Open Championship. And again, easy streak. And he got a little hairy yesterday for a couple holes, and then right back on point and ran away with it. Fleetwood to make uh, finish in the top 10, plus 265. Tom Kim, top 10, 6-1. to one. Cam Young, top 10, plus 245. Straka, top 10, plus 465. M, top 20, plus 280. Matthew Jordan, top 20, was 7-1. to one. Phil to miss the cut, minus 160. Lowry, plus 250. Tony Finau, plus 260. Justin Thomas, plus 190. DJ, these two guys not even close. Plus 285. Morikawa plus 285. Taylor Gooch, 2 to 1. Good action as always with the golf. UFC, Stolarenko by submission, 6 to 1. Craig by knockout and round 2 finish, 12 to 1. World Cup. Going into the middle of last night, unders were 11 and 1 so far. And the BTTS, no, was 11-1. Eight of the first nine matches had a penalty and a shootout. So the way to go here has been to bet to win to nil. So two matches have already been played today. Another under, 1-0. And Germany, easy time, beat Morocco 6-0. Brazil's up 2-0 right now on Panama in the first half. So to update it now, unders are 12-2 for the tournament. And the no on the BTTS is 13 and 1. My God. France, Jamaica draw plus 950. What's going on with France? Can't score. That's wild. WNBA, Las Vegas Aces. They've won five in a row by 15 plus. And the Seattle Storm in the other direction. They've lost nine in a row. Dogs, MLB Saturday went 10 and 5. Huge day for the books on Saturday. A's plus 175. Orioles plus 175. Nationals plus 170. Pirates plus 165. And the Rockies plus 145. Subscribe, be part of the team, vcin.com. Our radio and podcast friends, you always want to see these tweets and videos. Always an eclectic mix. Jason sent this in. I never imagined a day where I could take these two pictures 10 minutes apart. The first one, he's at DraftKings Sportsbook and Restaurant. What a setup. Watching the game inside, and then he just goes out, and there's Wrigley Field. Beautiful. I mean, oh, that is something. No, I, look, look at that setup at DK, oh, at Wrigley Field. Wow. That is incredible. It is. That's a top 10 sports bar in the world. Yes, it is. And it's right there, right? Oh, Paul, put it this way. You put that location on the Las Vegas Strip, it is instantly a top three sports book in the entire city. That is awesome. That is beautiful. Well done, Jason. And our friend Brian. We met him at the video poker tournament at the D. When keeping it real goes right. I mean, look at this. He's playing dollar, 10 play ultimate X. And they're all 12 times. But he gets dealt two aces. For some reason, he doesn't hold the two aces. He goes ace, 10 suited. He pops a royal, $48,000.
Are you serious? This is the guy who was dealt the Royal on 10 play on 25 cent and 50 cent. And also during the last video poker tournament, which he won at the D, he was dealt aces on 10 play 50 cent and won, he's sitting next to me, won 32,000. This guy is living right. That's a total bad, that's a bad play. You don't do that. No, you don't. And it worked out for $48,000. Oh, good guy though. How about our guy Chris Lee at Copper Keg? One of the best bartenders in the city. Yeah, incredible uh, hold and ticket in, ticket out. Incredible uh, handle over there. You can play $50 a pop and over the weekend, someone hit for 40,000. Held two with the hearts and it comes ace, 10, queen. How many times did you get dealt four to the Royal in this tournament? You could, you know? It's so frustrating. Oh, over the weekend, I either dealt like four to the Royal or, you know, three of a kind that can never pop anything. That's right. That's right. Very frustrating. This is awesome. This is Eclipse. This dog. Every day she leaves her house by herself and takes the bus downtown to the dog park where she spends a couple hours and makes friends and gets some exercise. Then she takes the bus back home again. She even has her own bus pass attached to the collar. Her owner, Jeff, was taking too long when the bus arrived, so she ran ahead and got on the bus by herself. The bus driver recognized her and dropped her off at the dog park, and later Jeff caught up with her. After several more trips by herself, Jeff started letting her go on her own, and she always comes back a couple hours later. The bus drivers know her, and she's a regular. And there she is on, on the seat right there with the collar. <laughs> That's great. I saw that tweet. Come on, yep. Love it. She makes everyone feel good on the bus and the drivers, too. One lose some. The Royals lost over the weekend. They're 1-18 when Lyle starts. And he got lit up. A lot of, a lot of uh, good performances where the bullpen blows it. That wasn't the case over the weekend. One lose some. I mean, it's a win some and a lose some, but this guy had it all figured out. This Dean sent this in. My wife wanted to go to Barbie. I said, let's do dinner, and then you go to Barbie, and I'll go to Mission Impossible. Both end at the same time. Perfect plan, but then he looks, he encounters this animal. The dogs are, dogs are barking. Yeah, the, the recliner, the, 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 so, the shoes are off, feet up at the movie, come the, on. The dirty socks. Ah, come on, ridiculous. Pajamas, maybe? Is that what I'm looking at, too? <laughs> it appears that way, yes. Couple bad beats yesterday. No run scored in the first inning of the Padre game. Musgrove, two outs, nobody on, two strikes. Gives up a home run. And Twins White Sox under eight and a half. Well, White Sox too. Three nothing White Sox in the bottom of the ninth. Twins win, it goes over. 5-4 final. Come on. White Sox and under becomes Twins and over. Ridiculous. Download the DraftKings app today. New customers can bet $5, get $150 in bonuses instantly. Use promo code VEASAN when you sign up. DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. Full terms and conditions. Great job, guys. Indeed, yes, there you have it. I misspoke earlier. Eight of the first nine matches, shutout, not shootout. Uh, but again, it continues with this uh, no BTTS in the Women's World Cup. Fantastic start. Here's the, here's the scam downtown. I mentioned naked guy. I mean, the guy carries a sign. He's got a thong on, but that's it. He wants a tip. Ridiculous. I mentioned last week they just come at you in waves with the showgirls, one after another oh, after there must another. Have been, yeah. So they just I, come I, up to you and they want to start a conversation. They dress up and, hey, how you doing? Where are you from? And they, I don't have time for this. But it just, boom, here's another one. Here's another group and they're coming after you. But, you know, I encountered this. I was on um, downtown uh, L.A. once and they did this. So they come up and, hey, you want a picture? What? And then, ah, no, really, but it's their idea. So then it's like, no, but okay, I'm with my girl. Fine, take a picture. And then they take the picture. And then they want a tip. But they take the picture with your phone. They won't give you your phone back unless you tip them. And there's no cops around. So it's like, what, do I do want to start a scene here? Do I want to, you know, altercation could probably, maybe she runs off. Who knows? I mean, yes, it's just ridiculous. That's, that's what you want to do. Yeah. Well, then I got to get my phone back, though, too, right? So it's like you're, you're you want your phone back, right? Or you don't want to create a scene. So it's like, okay, here's a couple bucks. Fine. When it's their idea, and you go, okay, fine. I'll, I'll take a picture with my girl. But they have, you don't realize, oh, it's she took a picture with your phone. And that's like, oh, I have your phone. Yeah. I think no, you're, no tip. No tip. I, I think you're better off skipping the tip on principle alone. 
and just finding the next Verizon or whatever your carrier. Just go. Okay, I lost my there phone. You go. Right. I need to start all over from scratch. God, so bad. They got to stop this stuff. Well, they, I'm sure that they, you know they've they've thought of a million things, right, to come up with an angle this is or it, an edge. Right? Yeah, yeah. Beats working for a living, right? Right. There it's was an it. article on them in the paper. Some of them make a cup three, four hundred a day. <laughs> well, some of the. I mean, I can't say on the air what one guy was doing a couple of years back. What uh, for money? It wasn't illegal, but it was like he would tell you something verbally, and then you get tips. His his tip jar was like a, a five gallon jug. It was like three quarters of the way full early on the night. Come on. And basically, what he does is he would cuss at you loudly, and then you tip him for that. And people, <sighs> I had to take my picture with the guy. <laughs> I'm like, I've never seen this. I'm like, this is a new one. Oh, it's right. a great yeah. job by you. Yeah. And that guy probably makes thousands a weekend. So um, this is how random betting on baseball can be. You ready for this? You talked about Lyles and win some, lose some. Sure. This is from ESPN Stats and Info. Luke Weaver, who we've been betting against a lot in various ways mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. last couple of months. He has an ERA of 8.79 in his last 10 starts. 8.79 in his last 10 starts. The Reds are 9-1. and one. In those games. Uh, that is the highest ERA in a 10-start span for a pitcher whose team won at least nine games in that span since ERA became official in 1913. All I can think of is Michael Wilbon and DeGrom when he's 6-8 and eight or 6-7 and seven with the ERA under two. And it's it's his fault. The, Be better. You got to hang tough. Be better. Yep. He doesn't get any run support. He can't control that. <laughs> uh, v. Sins, Michael Lombardi will join the show up next. Has he changed his mind on any teams this summer? Got to get our NFL betting guide over 70 pages. Predictions, picks, win totals. Great job by Steve Mackinnon on who he likes, who's going to improve and decline. And the college football guide comes out next week. Previews and predictions. Every team, best bets on futures and win totals. Sign up before the end of July. Get both guides in the full VEASAN Pro Access all the way through the Super Bowl. Early bird discount on 175 or get the monthly subscription in your first 30 days for only $19. It ends July 31st. So don't miss out on this great offer. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Join the team. The great Michael Lombardi joins the program now. The Lombardi line can be heard or watched Monday through Friday at uh, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific time. And also his podcast is excellent. And it's called the GM Shuffle. Michael, good morning. How's your summer going? Uh, it's going good. You know, I'm anxious to get the football season going. I think we're we're moving quite along here, right? We got it going, and uh, we got practices going on with the Jets and uh, the Chiefs and the Brownies, so it's all good. Yep. It's been a minute since uh, we've talked to you on this show, and I know that uh, you've discussed this a lot um, in the last week or so, but what do you think ultimately happens this year with uh, running back Saquon Barkley and Josh Jacobs? You know, I, I think it's kind of, it's almost comical where this has taken itself to. Mm-hmm. You know, when you look over the league, you know, and if you go back to 2016 and evaluate all the contracts for running backs when they've gotten second contracts, there's really only been five guys of the 24 that have gotten redo contracts that have played out the contracts. And James Connor's one of them, and that's because he got a guarantee last year. And, you know, Zeke Elliott's the same thing. He got, he got, he played out that part because he had a, a, a guarantee in his contract. So, you know, the, the problem is it's, it's a, it's not a intentional problem. It's a supply and demand problem. Yeah. And so the, the supply is higher than the demand. And we know this about running backs when they carry the ball quite a bit, they tend to wear down, you know, Derek Henry being the exception, right? So, uh, you know, I, I just think it's part of the position. It's as I've said in my podcast, it's the, as Hyman Ross said, it's the business they've chosen. And, you know, they can't really change it. You're not going to change it. And, you know, the decision that Minnesota made to go with Alexander Madison over Cook to save five, six million dollars probably was the right decision. Well, well said, too, about supply and demand as a former exec and GM. I mean, you've got to be – I mean, they, they get together on this Zoom call and discuss what their game plan is and what can they do? What, are they all going to hold out and not what, – what, what, what is this? They're wasting their time. This, they're in a collective bargaining union. 
Yeah. I mean, this has been collected. The, the owners didn't just invent this number for 10 points. The problem is not a lot of guys are getting second contracts. And when you turn down a second contract like they did, like, you know, Josh Jacobs is sitting in the parking lot with Max Crosby right, thinking right. his deal's closed, right? Yeah. So, you know, and Barkley turned down his deal. Those deals, because they turned them down, don't get put back in the pool again. So now the pool's not going to go up. Which it will go up slightly. So when you don't get second contracts into the pool, how are you expected to rise? Yep. And then when you have a player like Nick Chubb, who's really good, making $12 million, how do you say you're better than Nick Chubb? Well, fellas, we have an update on this. This is uh, Tom Pelissaro, NFL Network, five minutes ago. He tweeted out that uh, Josh Jacobs, who has not signed the franchise tender, was spotted this morning boarding a flight leaving Las Vegas. Jacobs will not report to training camp Tuesday and has told people close to him that he doesn't plan to return anytime soon. Whoa. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I, I think Josh Jacobs will be there. I'm fully confident he will okay. be. Josh Jacobs is a good football player. He loves football. And uh, I, I fully expect him to be there. I, I, this, this is just, to me, a pattern of what the behavior is going to be. When you turn down that deal that he turned down, and it wasn't for him, maybe it wasn't, right? So there's nothing you can do. Now, if you want to miss a game and, and cost yourself a half a million dollars, it helps the club because it will go towards them. But I don't think the club's going to overreact. I th- think the club fully expects him to be there. Mm-hmm. And I think his teammates fully expect him to be there, just like Barkley. I don't know how you can turn down a half a million a week. And there's nothing you can do. The way the collective bargaining agreement was set up, you can't continue the negotiation. It's over. It has to wait until the end of the year. So when you turn that down and you turn down guaranteed money into the next season, you expected Tom Pelissero to tweet this out. I mean, this was as predictable as anything. What did you think of the Hopkins deal? Well, I thought the Hopkins deal was perfect for the Titans because they were desperate. They needed to. Right, their two best players, their two leading receivers last year, Robert Woods and Austin Hooper, are no longer on the team. They have nobody. But what I wrote about in Beeson.com is what I believe that he's not a number one receiver. We've made this myth into something. Hopkins, since he's gone from Houston to Arizona, his touchdown catch ratio has gone from 11.7 to 18.3. His yards per catch has gone down 1.2 yards per catch. So, like, let's just put things in perspective. Receivers that get over 30, they don't have the same shelf life. There's the Jerry Rices are few and far between that improve and have incredible seasons after 30. So, I do I think he'll help the, the Titans? There's no question. Will he be a friend to Ryan Tannehill on third down? There's no question about that. However, to, to say he's a number one receiver, look, here's what I will say. Defensive coordinators in the National Football League are worried about Hopkins. They don't fear Hopkins. Well, they don't anymore. Okay. Mm. Hey, we we, Very good. we previewed the Baltimore Ravens today mm-hmm. uh, as uh, the next team up in our daily pre- previews, Michael. There's a lot to like about this team. Where are you at with the pecking order as of right now? And I know camp's going to start very soon, obviously, for all these teams. But what what is your projected order of finish in the uh, AFC North this year? I mean, I'm different here. I actually really like the Browns team. I can't imagine Watson plays worse. And as I wrote about in the guide, I think coaching matters. And I think adding Jim Schwartz and Bubba Ventrone, the special teams coordinator and the defense coordinator, uh, Schwartz, is really going to help them. It's going to help Kevin Stavansky become a better head coach. And I think it's going to help their, their, their game situations improve. Look, they've got a really good offensive line. They've got enough skill players on the team. They've got a great running back. And they've got ability to rush the passer. And if they can play from in front and they can utilize Garrett and utilize uh, Darius uh, Smith to rush and come off the edge, I think it can be a really good team. I think they're going to be good. I think Baltimore, I'm not sure what to think on Baltimore because Todd Moncton, you know, he's going to take over. He says he wants to throw the ball more. Can they throw it effectively? Not because that's a knock on Lamar, but do they have the scheme to throw it? Do they have the offensive line to pass protect the throw? I mean, this is a run-based team, and you're asking them to go outside the comfort zone. And then I think everybody underrates the Steelers. I mean, it's just comical. I think this is the best Steeler team in a while for them. I mean, obviously, it'll be a second season with with, uh, with with Kenny Pickett at quarterback, and their offensive line has improved tremendously with Broderick Jones uh, at left tackle. So, and they've got great skill players. I, I don't. I think people are underestimating Pittsburgh. I think this is going to be one of those divisions where it's going to be everybody beats up on one another. 
Everything you've said, you've been down on Washington, and rightfully so, and, and you, you make your points about Rivera, uh, and, and everything's spot on with your, your thoughts on Rivera, but what do you expect now with the sale and this shot in the arm with the, the fan base can finally come back? Well, I, I think it's great that, you know, I mean, look, I think it's the best thing that's happened in, in football, uh, getting rid of Daniel Snyder and his toxic environment. But it, it still remains, can they actually improve their team? Last year, they couldn't create turnovers, right? So mm-hmm. that was their problem. Defensively, they were good last year. They just couldn't create turnovers. Them and the Jets. You realize the Jets only created two turnovers in the last eight games of the season with wow. their defense? And it's the same thing with the it's the same thing with the with the Washington football team. They couldn't create turnovers, which is why they were. And look, Wentz hurt them more than he helped them. I think their win total at six and a half is way too low, Paulie. I, I, I like them on the over. Look, they beat Philly fair and square. I mean, they beat Philly. They turned mm-hmm. the ball over against Philly and still won the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're a good team. I, I think they're going to have to prove that Sam Howell can play quarterback. I think they should sign Dalvin Cook, which would really give him a boost in the arm in the running game, because I don't think their backs, Robinson or Gibson, are elite. But this is a good team, and this is a team that I think is going to create some problems in there. You know, they can play anybody in that division, especially if that offensive line improves. Yeah, Michael, on that Philly win last year, if I recall correctly, did they not have like an excellent game plan, control the clock, and basically dominated Philly in that game? Do I have that right? You have it completely right, and they even turned the ball over. I mean, Philly's first points came when when you know they turned the ball over when Heineke got fumbled sack and Sweat sacked them, and they picked mm-hmm. it up for a score. It's a scoop and score, and they got behind in the game. But they came back. They were third and four, second and four. They kept converting. They controlled the pace of the game, and they won the game fair and square. Look, this defense is good, and I think with a middle Forbes at corner, a kid from Mississippi State, their first round pick, who's a ball hawk. He can make plays on the football. And then this Martin kid that they drafted is a nickel slot corner free safety. I think he can be a really good player. Look, I think you're underestimating Washington if you think they're just going to play six and a half wins. I mean, this is a team defensively that has as good a defensive front, and that was without Chase Thomas last year. You can get the Lombardi line uh, today and every day, Monday through Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and also listen, download, subscribe to the GM Shuffle podcast as well. Thanks, Michael. Enjoy the week. Thanks, guys. Thank you, sir. Be good. Great to talk to him. Right around the corner. Well, yeah, I will say this about Hopkins. Look at the... Remember the, some of the quarterbacks in Houston he had to deal with? Oh, yeah. He still put up numbers? He had Yates and Wynn well, and... I mean, the stretch Bob, of... Top, Osweiler was in there. It wasn't only Hopkins. Remember Andre yeah, Johnson? Yeah, yeah. So that whole, like, decade plus, I think, of uh, quarterbacks there yeah. for the Texans... In-pocket plays are up next while we are betting today and moving forward here on VSIN. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. Is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The guy has an algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you three to one odds. Nope. Five to one. Nope. Ten to one. You're right. Congrats if you had Harmon. What a hit. It was 145 to one here at Circa. I saw higher in other spots. 100, 125 at most spots. Kind of ruined the tournament. As he ran away with it and no drama. Morikawa missed the cut. Fowler was nowhere to be found, but I thought we had a a shot with Fleetwood, who had the lead after the first round. He was five under after round one, finishes the tournament four under. Couldn't get anything going. Nope. Very disappointed with Tommy. And very, he was lucky to finish top 10 after he made a mess on 17 yesterday. So those are all losers and uh, no good with the golf. And I lost that prop to a under 63 and a half lowest score with Rom 63. Yeah, he was the How one guy, right? How did that happen? Right? Yeah, with his with his eight under as well. So let's go Blue Jays Dodgers over nine, nine and a half. Depends where you shop. Grove going for the Dodgers. This is a freight train LA lineup. So many tough outs uh, that they can yeah, ask the Rangers, but so many guys that can hit. And I think they'll get to Barrios and I think Toronto will have no problem uh, with Grove with an ERA of almost seven. And plus, as I mentioned earlier in the show, the run that the, the Dodgers are on. Here's the scores going back. 8-4-16-3-11-5-8-5-10-3-6-4. Ooh. Go with the over there. Okay. Good luck. <clears throat> Best of luck to you today, Paul. Okay, so... Bets from the weekend. Uh, bet that on Friday when we were live on the air. Tommy Fleetwood got me twice... Well, he didn't. Harmon did the way he closed. Second-round leader, no good both times. DeChambeau, top 20, never made an appearance this weekend, was no good. Uh, Minwoo Lee, top 10. Oh, what happened? Oh, bad Saturday, Sunday. He was bad on both days. He was sitting at... uh, He He was was 3-4 under. Yeah, he was after Friday, and he was one of the guys right there. Like, if something happened to Harmon, and he would make a move, and then it just Uh disaster. The one placement bet that came in was uh, Hovland top 20 and that was at uh, even money so not a great tournament for me either and uh, moving forward with today we brought up the college football odds today on the show and I'm looking at Michigan and I bet them at plus 115 that number is available yes to make the playoff that's all it is at Caesars wow is that low what were you thinking it was going to be that would be higher Oh, you, so you're saying yeah. you would want higher than that? Well, I'm surprised it's that low. Well, yeah. Okay. But yeah. That was, yeah. I was uh, I was looking for any plus money, to be honest, on okay. this team. Wow. Their non-conference, I, I don't like what Harbaugh does in the non-conference, to be honest. I mean, it's just... Yeah, it's it's cupcake. It's all home games in Cupcake City for the most part. I mean, I mean what's the margin of victory yeah. after they play East Carolina, UNLV, and Bowling Green? I put it at 100. It's probably going to go over that. The road games in conference play are at Nebraska and at Minnesota. They have at Sparty on uh, that's October 21st. They play at Penn State, which is going to be a tricky game. But they close out the year against Ohio State. I think this team has 11 and one written all over it. Maybe 12 and 0. And even if they lose wow. at Penn State, oh, all right. I, I think that they will beat Ohio State. I love what Harbaugh has. This remember when it was Urban Meyer against Harbaugh. And it was a blowout every single year. And we, we, like, before that game, the whole narrative was, is this the year that Harbaugh finally gets it done? It appears this team might be better than Ohio State. Never happened. But now the last couple of years after Ryan Day took over as the head coach, I mean, it has been all Michigan. 
and I love what he has built every year now, just re reloading. I think a true Heisman candidate at quarterback in J.J. McCarthy. With that schedule, I expect this team to be back into the playoff this year, and I've, uh, I'm putting my money where my mouth is at plus 115 on the Wolverines. Want to get in on the fantasy action? Sick of managing your roster? Sick of injuries ending your season with best ball on DraftKings? You get the best of your team all season long? Best ball on DraftKings, bigger than ever, with $10 million in guaranteed cash prizes up for grabs. For a limited time, you can join DraftKings' largest best ball contest ever. Get your first entry back in DraftKings dollars as soon as the draft is finished. Act now before this offer expires. To start playing, download the app on DraftKings. Use code FOLLOW. Enter DraftKings Best Ball Millionaire Contest. Snake draft your team. You'll rack up points automatically from your top scores. No ads, drops, trades, or I should have played them instead. Teams with the most points by the end of the season will have a shot to take home the $1 million top prize. Head to DraftKings again. Get the app. Sign up with code FOLLOW. Join the $10 million best ball tournament to get your first entry back in DraftKings dollars. Only on DraftKings with code FOLLOW. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. One per customer. Opt-in required. $10 entry fee. Bonus issued is 10 DK dollars. DraftKings.com slash promo for details. Here are the numbers on the betting board right now for some of Michigan's games at DraftKings this year. When they play at Nebraska, and upsets happen in college football every year, I get that. Uh, Michigan is laying 18 at Nebraska. They're laying 19 at Michigan State. They're a 2.5 point favorite right now uh, at Penn State. And they are laying 2.5 points at home against Ohio State. So even like some of those that you might consider, oh, that might be tricky to go to Nebraska. They're laying like three touchdowns. Oh, it could be tricky to play Sparty on the road. Yeah, certainly. I mean, it could be. They're laying 19 points in that game. Uh, we talked about this earlier in the show, like getting ready for the football season. And it's like, hey, to your better half, your wife, girlfriend, whomever it might be, like, um, I'm going to be tied up for the next 48 hours. So don't talk to me. I'm going to be watching and betting on football the entire weekend. So what you can do like right now to win some points. And we brought up Barbie opening weekend. And I said, I don't, I don't even know how to describe the movie. I was expecting more of like Clueless to be honest, and maybe that's my fault. I don't know, but it was not like the first 20 minutes. It was really cheery. And then it just flipped. And I'm like, what, what is going on? Um, this is from Dr. John FTM at VEASAN.com. I'll be honest. I think I wanted to go see Barbie more than my fiance did from the previews. I really thought it was going to be a decent black comedy poking fun at the whole Ken and Barbie dynamic. That's kind of what I was anticipating. Okay. He said, and with the star power of Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling, let's be honest. I'll go see Margot and almost anything that she's in. I really thought it would at least be uh, watchable. It failed miserably. My fiance and I just looked at each other during some of those way too long musical scenes. I think if I had said, you want to go right now, she would have hopped up instantly. Yeah. That's the way, like, my wife was glad that we went to go see it in the theater because there's like, it's a, there's a ton of pink in it, whatever, the theater thing, it looks good, whatever. I, she was not, she said she'd never watch it again. There's no reason to watch it ever again. Okay, I was uh, just surprised at how the movie played out. So again, if you have to, you know, buckle in and you know try to win some points in the next couple of weeks, just prepare that you're probably not going to be very entertained by the movie. At least right. I wasn't. It did 155 million dollars. Barbieheimer, what a weekend! Frank B. checking in, professional sports better. I was talking about the scam out here on Fr Fremont Street downtown where the showgirls. Take a picture, and we'll give you your phone back unless you tip them. The gladiators in front of the Coliseum in Rome do the same thing. They want 30 to 50 euros till you hand the phone, or they won't hand the phone back. The first time I got on this scam was on Hollywood Boulevard. Something like Britney Spears uh, lookalike started that thing. Frank B. checking in. You always want to, you know, always pay attention with Lombardi says something about the Raiders. Obviously, his son is the O.C., but this, uh, you got to be look with, with the Jacobs stuff taken off, and who knows, Jacobs and Barkley. You know, Jacobs had the tweet about, I'm doing this for the future guys, and they're just, they're out of their minds with this meeting and Zoom call, and what, it, you know, what, what are you going to do? But uh, it's... Again, yeah, if you're just will, tuning will in... Will he be there week one against the Broncos? We uh, ran this by Lombardi when he came on in the previous segment because the news came out from Tom Pelissero, NFL Network, around that time. Uh, he... Tom Pellicero tweeted out that Josh Jacobs was spotted this morning boarding a flight leaving Las Vegas. 
Jacobs won't report for training camp Tuesday and has told uh, people close to him that he doesn't plan to return anytime soon. But that's, you know, as Michael kind of described, like that's kind of like textbook. Well, like next up right on the old textbook of when it's going to be. Yeah. Who thought Le'Veon Bell would miss a whole season? No, that's. Maybe they can. Who knows? Barkley and Jacobs can't do that. They can't follow in Bell's footsteps, can they? I'm not saying the whole season, but it's. Yeah. I I didn't get to it. We ran out of time, but could the. Is, is the Barkley thing, could that backfire on him, too? Yeah. Maybe I, you miss a couple of games, and whoever it is, not that it would happen in Las Vegas, because there's nothing behind Jacobs, but maybe the Giants win a game or two, and then suddenly Breed or whoever has some solid games. Sure. You never know. See, I, I'm never, I'm still not yet going to, I need to see the Jacobs thing to believe it, because when you hear stories about a guy and his upbringing, about how living out of the car, you know, for stretches, it's like, man, when you have that chance to make that much money, are you really going to sit out and say no? Everybody's well, different. Well, maybe. They play the disrespect but, card and oh yeah, right. And if they're not close, yeah. All right, if you missed any of today's show, you can search Follow the Money wherever you get your podcasts and check it out there. Best of luck with your bets tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.